Hello, listeners. It is I, Gavin, with a completely destroyed voice because the Mary Poppins Return soundtrack is just too damn good. Today, there will be two uploads in your tuned-in, dialed-up feed. This one that you're currently listening to is an episode of Tales from Spasming Hill. We will be talking to the creator of Tales from Spasming Hill in the second upload. So if you want to listen to this one first, you'll get to hear everything we're talking about in context. Now, do keep in mind, this is a From the Sound Up winner, so we are specifically only talking about one episode submitted by the creator of the podcast. In this case, Tales from Spasming Hill, a madcap comedy audio drama. So just give it a listen, and then tune in to the next thing in the feed, which will be us talking to Sam, creator of Tales from Spasming Hill. In a town beset by earthquakes, secrets can shake loose from the most unlikely places. Tales from Spasming Hill. Rex Sokol Smythe, Newsmaster. Important reports reported importantly. Danger. On guard, news fans. Intrigue. Is that what you're wearing? What? Outrage. That'll be $3.99. I object. Rex Sokol Smythe, the man, the myth, the low-fat yogurt sweeping the nation. Reporting for the Daily Spasm. Hello and welcome to this special holiday edition of the Daily Spasm, where nothing much is happening. I'm Rex Zirkel-Smythe, Chief Reporter, and boy is it nice to have a break from the hectic rush of cutting-edge news journalism. (laughs) Jackie? Hey guys, and Rex it certainly is. Between the horrific accident at the hot glue gun and sequin workshop, and the fracas down at the community goat farm, it's been an exhausting week. But now it's time to take things slow. Listeners, whether you're out enjoying the sunshine or back at home practicing an obscure pagan blood ritual, I hope you're having a swell color confiscation day. Even my monstrous doppelganger is having some time off. Normally on Monday, she hooks up with a pack of wolves to run through the woods, baying for blood. But today she's just chilling at home with Verity. Verity Skillion, undisputed star of the 14th annual Lethal Impact Super Thud Ball Tournament, Doesn't she live in the woodland realm? Oh yeah, usually. But she's, like, staying at mine for a while. You know, seeing the sights of Spasming Hill. Wow, that's super weird. So let's talk a bit about the holiday today, Jackie. Right. It's colour confiscation day, folks. That one day a year where the council remands all the colour in our town in order to promote awareness of just how valuable colours really are. Right you are, Rex. Most of us go about our daily lives taking things like blue and green and a violent epileptic shade of pink for granted. I don't think anyone really stops to consider just how expensive colors are. I mean, heck, when the world's monochromatic, your cleaning bills evaporate. No one can tell if that small splotch of gray on your shirt is a stain or a feature. So, actually, as mayor, you would have overseen a fair number of these holidays, right, Jackie? Yes. My reign of terror lasted a good long while until that gnome Vorthox came and ripped it out from under me. So how's it done? I've always wondered how the council manages to extract the colour from our surroundings, leaving only dull shades of grey. Oh, that's easy. It's magic. Magic? What? That's right. And since I'm not a wizard myself, I've had to subcontract the work out to a dread wizard or hammerhorn, Xena. I think her name was... Urzuba? Zibera? Oh, I don't know. She was just hired help. A dread wizard of hammerhorn? But then, our new mayor is a dread wizard of hammerhorn too. So do you think he cast the spells himself, or... Or what? I expect so. But who cares? He won't be mayor for long, the toad. 
Anyway, back to relaxation. Hmm, what a nice day. Feel that sunshine, Rex. Oh, yes. Oh, relaxing. We're standing outside City Hall. Everyone's just doing their thing. Renee, the delivery person, has come by with an armload of handwritten complaints from the League of Uptight Citizens. The expressionless man in the silly hat is doing a bit of gardening over in City Park. There's even a shady individual in a trench coat and a fedora skulking around. He's sneaking up behind pedestrians and examining their shoe tread with the magnifying glass as they walk, Rex. Don't mind him, that's just Lex Flypaper, our town's own amateur sleuth, an aspirant playwright, doing some long weekend detecting. As they say, you gotta snoop if you want the scoop. I don't think people actually say that, Rex. <laughs> hey, and what would you know, Jackie, if that's your real name? What? Rex, oh, hold on. We've just been approached by an individual in a dark suit that's emerged from the entrance to City Hall. Hey, Gary. Okay, Gary's given us a note. Uh, uh, I can't believe this Vorthox guy, Rex. He's using my letterhead. What a scrounger. I mean, come on, look. It even says, from the desk of Mayor Jacqueline Hyde. Anyway, the note reads, um, urgent press release. A heist has been staged in the staff room. Someone broke in here with a team of highly trained experts, proficient in delivering witty one-liners. With the help of a guy jabbing randomly at a keyboard while wearing a headset, they managed to get away with valuable council property. While we can't say what they stole, we can say that they also swiped several cans of Wizard Mayor Vorthox's favorite beverage, grunge soda, from the fridge. If anyone has any information relating to this heinous crime, or will buy Vorthox more soda, please contact the authorities living under your couch. Love, Vorthox. A heist, huh? Did someone say heist? Ah, what the hell? Lex, don't sneak up on us like that. You frightened poor Rexy. Where the heck did you come from? It all began one warm afternoon as civilians trod softly down the squalid streets of our city. Huh. Civilians. There wasn't an innocent soul among their whole filthy crew. Listeners, in case you're unfamiliar with Lex's thrilling crime noir experiences, that was a direct quote from Suddenly a Roscoe in the Night. Hey, I love that play. It has lots of action and crime and thrills. And zombies! It doesn't have zombies, Rex. You're thinking of Space Jam. The tall order of french fries was yickety-yacking, but I didn't have time for jaw stretches. Time was running out and I had to split before the final piece of their nefarious plan fell with a crunch into place. Checkmate. Hey, this is fun. Uh, the hep cats were grooving on the sidewalk, but the case was difficult to solve. Rex, you're doing it wrong. Please stop. You're embarrassing yourself. And me! You're embarrassing me! Okay, Sklembots, what's yanking on your zoom scopes? I hear there's been a heist. It's exciting, isn't it? So, what's the sitch? Quit holding out on me, Scroob. The man with a face like watery pizza was taking me for a ride. Either he didn't know what I needed, or they'd gotten to him first. Lex, we literally do not know any details. Look, here's the press release. Aha! A lead. The case was beginning to let in daylight. I slung back into the shadows to prepare my next move. Ah, where'd he go? He crawled under that leaf, see? Under a leaf? Oh no, don't look now. It's Vorthox. Hey, our adorable little wizard mayor is out and about. Hey, Mayor Vorthox, you cutie. Reg Zorkelsmythe, hey. Hey, hello. Ugh, don't say hi, that'll only encourage him. Hey guys, what's up? Not too much, Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor, if I may say so, your cape is looking exceptionally fly today. Yeah, lay some skin on me, Arbone. High five, bam! Arbone. My cape's actually a really nifty shade of red today, but you can't tell because, well, 
Okay, on, on that point, uh, someone stole all the color. Yeah, duh. It was you. It's color confiscation day. Do you have amnesia? It would surprise me if your brain is melted. No, J-Monster, you don't understand. I didn't steal the color. It wasn't me. But Mr. Wizard Mayor, if you didn't do it, who did? I don't know, J-Monster Arbone, you gotta help me. I'm in all the kerfuffle. All right, I have a plan. Oh, you do? You, d- you do? Step one is never call me J-Monster ever again. In fact, don't call me anything ever again. Please just don't talk to me at all. Don't be mean, J-Monster. Vorthox, our wizard mayor, I might remind you, needs our help. It's our proud civic duty to help him out in any way we can. Plus, he's adorable. Look at him pout. (laughs) Being mayor's hard. (laughs) Seriously, though, who would steal all the color? And how? They'd need to be some kind of wizard. Dark sorcery, they told me. Ah, Jim, what the what? Uh, Where did you come from? Out from behind that lamppost, see? Even the chump change of a kid knew that magic wasn't real. But that didn't stop him from believing. The lies we tell ourselves are the easiest to follow and the hardest to ignore. Elbaum, you here to solve the mystery too? Did you call me chump change? Chump change? Ha! You're $1 short of $5. Okay, this is getting us nowhere. The detective kept springing up from the shadows, pouncing like smoke from a silenced revolver. Bang. But I wasn't here for a pleasure cruise. A heist in the staff room. Happens every day. So what? Big deal. The last biscuit's gone and the tip jar is empty. That's just office politics, pal. It's a brutal world of plasterboard and partitions. A concrete jungle. Well, this one was different. The fridge was open and the soda cans dripping, but there was something else. Something wrong in that room. The fuzz were flat-footed, but I felt so sharp. And if I could cut it, the whole case would unravel like one of my grandma's sweaters. I was just the mayor, a small-minded official in a small-minded town, brought to power at the whim of my citizens. I didn't have any real authority, but they looked at me like I did. Politics is just smoke and mirrors after all, lies and promises made behind closed doors. But I couldn't solve their problems. The color was gone, drained from the world like joy on meatloaf night. I was powerless. I had only my magic and one can of soda, and I drunk it dry. A reporter for the Daily Spasm, trying to make a buck in a world where there's maybe seven bucks at most. I was casing the joint when all of a sudden danger, danger was there, and I was too. There was danger cheese. And I shot that, shot the cheese, and now it's full of holes. Swiss cheese. Danger. Rex, you dunderhead, you ruined it. Lex out. Gee, that was fun. Oh, but the color's still gone. Man, this sucks. Listeners, we appear to have just experienced some kind of mass hallucination, or possibly a stroke. Exciting? You decide. But anyway, all the thief has to do is give the colour back by midnight, and it's just another ordinary colour confiscation day. You know, if we weren't broadcasting your extremely embarrassing slip-up to the entirety of Spasming Hill. I, I don't think a return's too likely. They're trying to sabotage my office. Reluctant as I am to agree with the gnome, he's right. And while I would love to see him embarrassed, a flubbed colour confiscation day would reflect poorly on all mayors, present and future. Oh, oh, okay, so I've watched heaps of Scooby-Doo, and all we need to do is set up an elaborate trap at the scene of the crime. Then, when the janitor comes back to hide the evidence, we'll chase him through a lot of doors, right? And then there'll be this whole chase scene, and and bam! It was old man McCready all along. Rex. You can be Velma, because you're kind of nerdy, and I'm not attracted to you. And I'll be Shaggy, the smart one. And and, and Wizard Mayor Vorthox can be Scrappy-Doo. Oh man, I hate Scrappy. Can I be Scooby? No, you're Scrappy. Bad dog. Oh, fine. Say it right. Scrappy-Dappy-Doo. Better. 
Oh. Rex, has anyone told you that you're certifiably insane? Yes, constantly. Still, your plan isn't 100% stupid. Going to look at the scene of the crime isn't a bad idea. Forthox, you coming? Oh, 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 wait. I have a teleportation spell I want to try out. All right, hang on. It's it's in here somewhere. Forthox, we can walk. It's like three uh, minutes away, tops. Uh, okay, here it is. Page 13 of Dark Spells for Cool People. Bubblegum, Seinfeld, Hubeshank. Teleportation takes you to the bank. Lubelar, Crunch Time, Snicker Dandy, the staff room, please, where there's candy. Oh, brother. Larry Curly Moe, in we go. A man running. Cut. Bodies tumble down the stairs. Cut. A slow pan shot of an open highway. Cut. And then bring in the music. 10,000 people surge over a wall. Cut. A woman cries as she turns up her radio. Cut. A door to a prison swings open slowly. Cut. And then the adrenaline kicks in. These are all scenes. Scenes from movies. Maybe the same movie. Maybe they're clips we stole from the internet. Who can say? Copyright is flexible. But what isn't flexible is the iron-hard cinematic mech experience you get when you see one of our films. You want a plot? Plots are a crutch invented by Hollywood. Don't be fooled. We have movies. Lots of movies. Do they make sense? Who cares? Fast capture slow motion cinema. Digital streaming is killing our industry. Can you two stop that? We've been here for two minutes. Fourth ox. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, Game Monster. Ugh, God. Okay. How would you like it if I called you, like, I don't know, V-Goggles? A nickname? From the great Jacqueline Hyde? Oh, golly gee willikers, does this mean you've forgiven me? No, Vorthox, it's not. Uh, Look, never mind. Folks, we're here in the staff room of Spasming Hill City Hall, where the crime is still fresh and crimey. It seems magic is real, and all your nightmares could come true at any moment, so stay tuned for that. Anyway, the scene here is grim. Pallone soda drips out of the fridge and stains the dark, hungry carpet. A dark, hungry grey. Wow, it is plush in here, though. Nice staff room, guys. Yes, I have fond memories of this place. Long afternoons wild away over bowls of Gary's hot gerbil pasta and high-stakes games of Baccarat and Rummy Cub with the Minions. Sometimes at night, we'd even hook up the town-wide security feed into the TV and spy on all our citizens during their most vulnerable, intimate moments. Oh, how'd we laugh? Yeah, we still do that, actually. But aren't you busy with, like, mayor stuff? Uh, wizard duties? I feel like running Spasming Hill should be a lot of work. How do you find time for recreation? Actually, Rex, our cozy little police state mostly runs itself. Being mayor just means that you get to abuse your mayoral power in a thousand cruel little ways. Why do you think I was so upset when stupid Vorthox stole my job? I have to admit, it's much less work than I was expecting. I spend a lot of my time now just casting wizard spells and watching reruns of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Oh, Melissa Joan Hart is the absolute cutest. Gross. But back to the mystery. Listeners... Did someone say Mr. Oh, 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 where in the Sam Hill did you come from? He climbed out from that puddle of soda, Rex. See? He's dripping wet. Album, you came! I asked for the best and they sent me a kid. What does a kid know of gunshots and intrigue, the tools of the trade, keeping yours truly in business? He wouldn't last out the day. Now that we have our amateur sleuth on the scene, let's review the clues. 
When would you say the color was stolen this morning, Bortha? Well, I'd just eaten my dinosaur cereal, and I was brushing my teeth when I realized that the fun minty stripe in my toothpaste had turned a dark gray. It was sad. And that would have been about, what, 7 a.m.? I think so. Velma. Um, Rex? Velma, there aren't any suspects. Excuse me, coming through. Wait, who the heck are you? Just the janitor. Name of Zeba. Excuse me, coming through. Yeah, that's right. Move along. (coughs) Oh, yeah, of course. It's messy in here, let me tell you. Hmm. You can be, uh, uh, Daphne. Yeah, Daphne. A janitor cleaning up the dirt of the world. Well, I was a janitor, too, of sorts, only I didn't use soap. (laughs) Well, you must get pretty dirty. No, no, no. Hold up. Zeba? I've never seen you around here. And I stock and catalog my employees pretty well. I think today's her first day, actually. She just kind of showed up really early this morning. What an unremarkable coincidence. Dust your cape, Maya. Why, thank you, Z-Wave. <laughs> that tickles. Ah, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Those dust mites won't see it coming. Yes! Kill! Kill! Okay, well... Zeba's super creepy. Just doing my job, ma'am. Getting on my case all the time, I'll show her. Okay, this is boring. Back to the mystery. Did someone say... No! We already did that bit, Lex. We're going in circles. Sorry, it's just... it's, It's for my play. Okay, everyone shut up. Let's sort this out. I've gathered... Zeba! Sorry, by sort this out, I thought you meant vacuum this piece of dust in the corner. Mayor, I mean... News intern Hyde? I mean, who are you? I'm Zeba, the janitor! Definitely not an artist! Yes, I already knew that. So that aside, I've gathered you all in this room because one of us is the thief! (gasps) Oh, wait, what? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I'm no thief! I was meant to steal the color and I, I just didn't! No sooner had I entered the room than they were trying to frame me for a crime I didn't commit. Justice was truly dead in this city. And if I wasn't careful, I was next. Lex, you're writing a play. Sure, you're respected. The author of Suddenly a Roscoe in the Night, the most popular play this town has seen in decades. Who could want more? Well, people don't always make sense, Lex. You're worried that your one moment of glory is past. That you're all washed up. You're desperate for inspiration. For that one great idea that will get you back into the limelight. An idea. Like the case of the missing color. What? No, it wasn't me. You can't prove anything. I didn't do it. Habeas corpus. Ha! <laughs> you can't touch me, copper. Velma, why would you accuse Fred, the tall, handsome leader of the mystery gang, of being a villain? He's one of the good guys. Oh, whoops. Left a few cans here by accident. Uh, I'll just clean those up and shazam. <laughs> no more evidence. <laughs> what about him? Yes, the news hound. Baying for stories like a dog bays for blood. Journalistic integrity is a thing of the past. He'd do anything for a story. Even drain the last speck of color from an already suffering town. Fred, you're accusing me? How could you? We've been in the gang for so many years, Fred. Working together, Fred. Unmasking crooks, Fred. There's, there's no mask here, Fred. See? It's just my face. Shaggy. Shaggy's face. The smart one. Uh, uh, what, what's, what's happening? Listeners, Rex has lost it. You know, my real mom, Velma? Daphne! Daphne, come here and tell the gang I didn't do it. Shine your book, Maya. Why, thank you, Z-Wave. Aren't you just the most thoughtful? Oh, looks like there's a tear here. I'll have to fix this 
mind if I hold on to it for a while? Mm, I don't see why not. It's not like I can spell the color back anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. I still got it. Well, I think Scrappy did it. Because he's a dog. And dogs are... Criminals. Yeah. Yeah, you better believe it. Boom. Shaggy out. J-Monster, what's Arbone talking about? You know it wasn't me. Or me. Or Shaggy. Zoinks. Actually, Lex, I'm beginning to think it wasn't you after all. Zeba, where were you this morning? Me? Uh, oh, you know. Cleaning. My name's Zeba. I'm the janitor. A very good janitor, too. Thanks, Maya. I'll kill you last. No. Cleaning what, exactly? The, uh, the, uh, bathroom. The very same one where Vorthox was brushing his teeth? No, I, I think she was cleaning my office at that point. And where was your copy of Dark Spells for Cool People, Vorthox? Oh, oh, it was in my desk in my office. Zoink, Scoob. Looks like they're onto something. Who the hell are you even talking to? Who is Scoob? There's no one here called Scoob. Zoinks. Give back the book, Zeba. Book? This book? Yes, that book. Z-Wave? Don't, don't tell me it was you. Oh, my heart couldn't take it. I thought we were friends. Friends with you? Ha! You bumbling teenager lording it up with your magic. You think it'll make people appreciate you? Well, it won't. You, you, you're just a big meanie. My small wizard feelings are hurt. <laughs> Told you the kid wouldn't last out the day. Daphne, what are you saying? Appreciate. Appreciate. Zeba, who are you really? You want to know who I am? Fine! Yes, it is I! <coughs> the color thief! Old man McCready! No way, it's... Wait, who is that? I take it she's not actually Zeba. No, it's Vermillion Bandersnatch, certified artist and member of Tug, the tragically unappreciated guild of geniuses. We thought you were dead. Sorry to surprise you, Jackie, but I escaped the explosion at the Mizzen Master Vent Hall and rent out party pad completely unscathed. Thinking me dead, those jackals from Tug burned down the tortured turnip and destroyed my valuable art. More like the torched turnip, Daphne. <laughs> Not the time, Rex. Okay. Vermillion, why would they do that? Because an artist's work always sells better after her death. They couldn't handle my success. This lady's one cigarette short of a pack. But but how, V-Goggles? You're not a wizard. Oh, am and I? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I am. No. Who knew old Vermillion Bandersnatch, the most appreciated artist of our time, was also a dread wizard of Hamelhorn all along? You of all people should know, Jackie. Or should I say, Maya Hyde? <gasps> Zeba! That was the name of the wizard I hired on color confiscation days. I really should have figured this out ages ago. You should have, but now it's too late. Any last words before I use one of these dark spells for cool people like me to destroy you all? I have only one question. Uh, what is it, Mayor? Why did you steal my soda? I was drinking that. I was thirsty, and Grunt Soda's the best brand. Grunt Soda is brought to you by the Indigo Foundation. Collect all three stickers and win a used waffle iron. Now, prepare to face your doom! Zoinks, Velma. It looks like Daphne has your book. I didn't even know she could read. Nerd. Isn't there anything you can do? I don't think so. I had some chocolate earlier, and now I'm quite sleepy. All right, the really neat spell of utter destruction. Here goes. Oh, I love this one. Alabaster groovy shoes, wooden planks, and two-by-twos. Let my enemies be... Hey, 
Hey, who scribbled out the words? Half the pages are blacked out! I'm not allowed to say naughty words, so I colored them out with my crayons. Ugh, this is useless! This book... Get away! I was going to have a super great revenge too! Now I have to delay it and make another plan and probably create a new disguise. But you will know my wrath eventually! <laughs> We're not going to let you get away, Vermillion. We had the cook cornered and it was time for her to face the music. And the music was a Stravinsky waltz in A-flat minor. We'll see about that! Have at you! Detective senses activated! No! Wait! Where'd old man McCready go, Velma? Damn, she got away! At least I got my book back! Case closed, Scoob. Looks like you've earned yourself another Scooby snack. Bad Scrappy! And that brings us to the end of our Daily Spasm program for today. I'd like to thank our parent company, Burt's Bazaar Periodicals, and our sponsor for today, Fast Capture Slow Motion Cinema, for their help in covering this special holiday broadcast. Check out their sloppy, seizure-inducing films at all good cinemas and seedy roadside motels. I'd like to thank my producer, Warren. If you're actually dead, buddy, I'd like my TV back. And my co-host for today, Velma, the nerdy investigator. Ah, I can't believe she escaped. Failure is not acceptable. I'm going to go get my bloodthirsty doppelganger, and we're going to track her ass down. Happy Colored Confiscation Day, guys. Vote Barthox number one. Yay! Stay tuned next for a series of blips crescendoing into a shrill, horrible whine and then fading away into a low hum so deep that the tiny bones in your ears will be shaken to dust. Yeah, we solved a mystery. Go Team Spasm. Got a bit sticky near the end, but my crew pulled through. Go them. Also, I'm not dead, right? You can hear me. You, you can hear me. Uh, of course, of course you can. Uh, anyway, uh, Warren here, letting you know that today's live mystery show was brought to you by Davy Reynolds and Sharon Elkind as Super Sleuths Rex and Jackie. Vorthox's ineffective mayoring and inability to distinguish between fantasy and reality was provided by Sam Barron. Amateur playwright and all-round confusing guy Lex Flypaper was voiced by Peter Bass. Thanks for solving the mystery? And also letting Vermilion get away, who of course was voiced by Ange Collins. I have a feeling she's going to be back sometime, but I'm not sure why. Tales from Spasming Hill is written and produced by Sam Barron. And if you're listening, let us know. Not just to solve my existential crisis, of course. Uh, Both Rex and Jackie have enormous egos and would love to hear people saying things about them, whether they're good or bad. You know, publicity's publicity, right? Sneak a message past station management at spasminghill at gmail.com or risk public shame on Twitter and Facebook. You can also leave us a review on iTunes, which really, really helps people discover us and grows our membership ever larger. Until next time, I'm Warren, the producer. Yeah, mystery. Woo.